Words from Chinese ancient poems. Captivating notes in Chinese traditional music. A Chinese musician named Liu Wencheng was visiting the West. A symphony of culture and history that will touch your heart and stir your soul. It involves floating cups down a street. Will Hangzhou, the heart of China's poetic heritage, now a city of sportsmanship and unity, leave you inspired and enchanted. Person playing the sea, Asian games, participating in swimming, rowing. Join the Hangzhou Rendezvous with CGTN Radio on Mid-Autumn Day to appreciate the serene beauty described in legends, the natural wonder and perfect harmony of tradition and modernity. Hangzhou Rendezvous, a journey of a lifetime. See you there. Discussion keeps the world turning. This is Roundtable. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Roundtable. Coming to you from Beijing. I'm He Yang. Good as always to have you join us. Shopping malls, those brick-and-mortar retail spaces, have undergone a digital transformation in China. We take a look at how shopping malls welcome the combination of bricks and clicks. And we always look forward to having a heart-to-heart -heart with you. If you have a question that you'd like us to answer, or you have something you want to say to us, please send your voice memo or email over to ezfmr. Roundtable at foxmail.com. Your voice could be featured in our heart-to-heart -heart segment. For today's program, I'm joined by Fei Fei in the studio and Josh Cotterell on the line. First on today's show, if you live in China, it feels like everything that can be moved online is already there. From e-commerce, customer service, chatbots, instant digital payment, to travel booking and doctor's appointments, digital innovation has made our life more convenient and left us vulnerable to data breaches and privacy violations. That being said, no business wants to be left behind in the digital era. Shopping malls, the retail epitome of brick and mortar, have stumbled their way into the online space. Utilizing digital technologies for a new customer experience, and we're going to talk about how do customers like it. But Fei Fei, let me go to you first. Give us a recap on China promoting the digital transformation of brick and mortar retail, and of course, that includes shopping malls. Yes, that's actually、uh, as part of China's. Fourteenth five-year plan, which spans from 2021 to 2025, that aims to shape the country's development over this period. But I think by the name of it, it sort of sounds like that the country is trying to move a lot of the physical stores, like shopping malls, online. Like you can put on a VR glasses and shop. Digitally online, but then I think that what they are trying to say is sort of utilizing a lot of the intelligence and technologies to improve their services, improve their experiences in these shopping, physical shopping malls, so that these malls can start to transform into this digital age. And especially considering that now a lot of the Chinese consumers are really. Really comfortable shopping online, and to to some point, I think some of them may prefer shopping online instead of going to a brick and mortar retailer these days, and which pose a lot of challenges for these malls.、Mm -hmm. But then again, I think 
um, we can't really say that we just shut down every one of the physical stores and everything goes online, but we still want people to sort of mingle and communicate physically, face to face. And then these intelligent and uh, intelligence technology comes in handy and to help these physical stores to go into transformation and better sort of phase into the digital age at an easier pace. Right. I think in the last decade, if not longer, department stores as well as shopping malls all over the world have been singing similar woes that's where are my customers. Mm. And we've seen the death or demise of a lot of department stores around the world, and the pandemic obviously did not help. Um, Josh, in the UK or elsewhere around the world, have you seen this similar trend of, well, is now the time when younger consumers might be attracted back into some of these shopping malls or these physical stores because, well, new things are happening and we're going to let you know. Well, definitely there's a similar story internationally as well. I think there's a lot of evidence of the digitalization of brick and mortar retail stores um, in the UK, for sure. Um, we can just see there's a lot of evidence to support this, like online retail sales, um, store closures and bankruptcies, um, and the expansion of stores, online platforms, and the investment that we see. So it's definitely happening. Um, now, w- whether or not we're going to see more people returning to the physical stores. I think post-COVID, definitely this has started to happen, but there, it's a very similar story, actually, uh, to what we're, we're reading here and what we're discussing uh, here today uh, mm. about China. Yeah, uh, I thought it was a really good point that uh, Feifei brought up earlier that with our discussion today, it's not the initial thought that, oh, our shopping malls going digital by building a e-commerce platform. And don't get me wrong, some of these really popular uh, shopping malls in China have done so. And building a really nice and comfortable plus convenient e-marketplace is not an easy task. And usually it's those shopping malls who have the funding can do so. But as we've discussed multiple times in previous shows, that a lot of department stores and shopping malls are already going through a difficult time. So even if they want to go digital, not all of them can do so. That being said, but Feifei, you made that point of now it's um, these shopping malls in China utilizing digital technology, trying to bring the foot traffic back into their physical space and what have they done in bringing new technology also bringing back customers well i think the easiest part for most of the department stores and shopping malls is to have a sort of application or mini app on their phone so that people can also shop online but then there are also more sophisticated technology involved for example there are now system smart systems that can sort of monitor the foot traffic in these physical malls so that they can determine that they can know that during what time frame of the day most people are going to certain stores and then they are also offering some 
online services like indoor navigation or even parking navigation systems, and they can also give like real-time updates on their promotions and events inside the mall, so that more customers can know about this information. And I. Come across a very interesting example in the city of Guangzhou is that when they are building their sort of、uh, shopping areas, I think it's a, a district with multiple shopping malls and departments in one space. Is that previously most of the shops in that district、uh, are retailers? About seventy percent of them are retailers, and restaurants and other eateries take up about thirty percent, and that's pretty much all the shops in that space is for. But then, after they sort of have this sort of system and technology involved, they're realizing now people are not coming here shopping only,、mm. so they start to reduce the amount of retailers and shops in that space to a little over half of them. And restaurants take up over twenty percent, and then the rest of the Vacant spaces is for cultural activities, entertainment activities, which I think most people are going to shopping malls for these days. And you know, for movie, maybe there are some fun game room there that they are、uh, can go play with their hang out with their friends. And so I think they are doing this transformation with the help of such technologies that they are. Reading the numbers in a way and realizing, you know, people are not here for shopping; they are here for fun, for activities, maybe for some training classes or some movies, or you know, a place to hang around with friends.、Hmm. And our malls can do that; can offer that space for them. Yeah, and this reminds me of、uh, with any visit to a shopping mall in Beijing, you'll see dance studios、mm. and also some gyms as well. But what I see is new are the dance studios and also what do you call them? Cooking classrooms.、Ah, a lot of yeah, right. So people go there to learn how to cook, and、um, usually these are really nicely. Refurbished cooking classrooms with rows and rows of cooking facilities, and you can see people in there chopping up stuff and cooking, and it looks really nice. Also, baking studios. What else? A whole bunch of these services, and、uh, yeah, they're retailers of services, and they have their、uh, physical space there. And also, what else do a lot of these? Chinese shopping malls share these days is on ground floor. They will have at least one electric vehicle showroom.、Mm. Yeah, I think showroom is also a key term here. That is, a lot of customers go into a physical space because they want to try things out. They want to feel what is this product before. I maybe place my order online or offline. So these are some of the.、Uh, Latest observations from Heyang and Josh. I see you nodding. What do you find as some of these like newer revelations of shopping malls that attempt to combine technology, also the internet, with their practice? Well, I think that the overall goal here is to make more unique and personalized experiences, which I guess is 
one of the reasons why people would physically go into the mall. I think there is a select group of people that will always be there, though. Um, I, I definitely am one of them simply because I can't find the right size otherwise. But I think that for most people, the only reason that they go would be to have an experience that they couldn't have anywhere else. And stores can do this with some of the examples that you mentioned are, are really interesting because I think that's quite a big difference that I noticed when I first came to China is that the malls here had so many activities going on. And I noticed that on some of the top floors usually, but not always, it could be any floor, there are some of these classes going on. Mm. There's like education facilities. There's quite a lot of English schools in malls these days um, and things like this. And uh, or even combat classes. I remember I went to go buy a shirt and next door there were some people boxing. Um, <laughs> I thought that was pretty cool. Um, but I think generally as well on more of a um, on a smaller scale, on a micro scale, within the stores themselves, they can be more personalized with things like having only having certain goods or certain types of clothing available in that mm. store and things like this. And using the internet in a way, obviously, the internet would be used more to market things like events that they have. So like monthly events where they have pop-ups or collaborations with other brands if it's a clothing brand i know this can get a lot of people a lot of footfall in the store um and yeah i guess using the internet to just market those things is is what i've seen but um personalization is the name of the game i think yeah definitely and i find that there's definitely a trend of automation in the physical brick and mortar stores here as well one thing being the other day when i was in one of these um shopping malls in beijing without making it sound more horrific i almost accidentally collided with a cleaning robot but you know <laughs> <laughs> but the thing sort of like, you know, barely missed me, which is good. But yeah, it was doing the cleaning and it left a very clean streak behind it. And I thought, all right, this sounds or this appears to be pretty effective. But of course, at the same time, I'm thinking about the often middle-aged lady or man who would have been doing this job manually. What's that person doing instead? But yeah, that's maybe for a later part of the discussion or another discussion. But there's this automation that's definitely taking place in the uh, grandeur of shopping malls in Beijing, too. Yeah, exactly. And we are seeing a lot of the robots in restaurants as well as waiters that they are delivering your dishes to your table. And there are also robots that you can talk to. You, you can ask them questions like, I want to have a certain dish. Where can I find it? And the robot will, you know, respond to you. You can find it on level three or something like ah. that. And there are also like smart system, especially for people like me who always can't find my car in the parking lot. You know, <laughs> Take a picture. And I, I always, I'm always lost. I'm always, I always forgot which level I parked my car and in which a specific spot uh -huh. can I find it and now they have this sort of system you input your plate number and then they'll tell you where is your car and now, then you can also pay on that system mm. which is much easier as well and apart from that I also think and maybe this is something a lot of people doesn't know is that these um, sort of 
intelligence system are also helping the malls to sort of enhance their efficiency in management. Mm -hmm. For example, they're monitoring the use of energy, like in water, electricity, and so much more. And then so the malls can sort of cut down on their operational costs, which will definitely reflect it in other services we enjoy. And these services can also help with security and also maybe for supermarkets they're monitoring the inventory so that you know can be more effective in managing their costs and returns you know what you truly miss here my friend that's being treated like a queen Mm. and you deserve it lady you do okay josh you deserve to be treated like a king um but have you experienced that lately? <laughs> Maybe you should go back to the brick and mortar uh, store. <laughs> um, well, I mean, do you mean in a store? I mean, like being in a physical place, Josh. Because mm. I know you're tech savvy. You know your place surrounds the internet and everything. But yeah, like now there's really this interesting discussion about physical stores, brick and mortar businesses mm. having something special to offer and, and people yeah. kind of miss that or miss the I, really I, good yeah. services. Yeah, I think so. I mean, for some people, I, I think they, they miss this. I, ultimately, I think it's about choice. I I actually love going into stores again because, as I said, I don't have a normal shaped body, I don't think. And uh, I'm very tall and quite skinny, not skinny, but quite thin. And so I don't really fit. Yeah, (laughs) no, I I don't think I fit clothes very easily because they're and so I like to go into a store to see if they they fit. But in China, the customer service is very different to what I'm used to or what I like. uh, Say more about that. Well, in China, it's very common that if you walk into a store, that there'll be an abundance of shop assistants, it seems, who will follow you around and be of service to you and will literally walk around with you. And I I, by no means am undermining the importance of their work, but I hate this so much. It makes me feel so uncomfortable. And I do wish that maybe there could be a system, which I know some stores do have in certain countries, where you can pick up a certain colored basket or something which says whether you want somebody to accompany you or whether you want to be left alone. And I want to be left alone most of the time because I know it's going to take me so long to find something that fits me. So, uh, yeah. And so I I wonder if I could have some sort of app that before when I walk into the store, I could just very easily select a button that tells the shop assistants whether I want to be bothered or not. Um, that would be great. So yeah. I have been treated very well when I go into stores. I guess I've been given a lot of attention, mm. but my personalized experience, the experience that would make me spend money, and I'll be honest, so many times I've walked out of stores just out of awkwardness because I, I don't want to spend the money and I probably would have bought something if they'd left me alone. So that's a failed personalized experience right there. For right. That business. But would you... Would you like the person to at least greet you? Like, wouldn't you feel ignored no, if... No, 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 not even that? I And I know a lot of people that are the same as me. They Shopping for them is a, quite an awkward experience. They're, they don't feel comfortable uh, grabbing loads of clothes because that's what I have to do. I have to go in and try on maybe 10 items before I find not one I just like, but one that fits. And that's quite <laughs> awkward for me. 
Well, no. if you live in a Scandinavian country, then you wouldn't have that problem. I would. I know. Assume. Yeah. 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 Same in the UK. Well, yeah. huh? Interesting. So, in the UK, do the shop assistants greet you? Like, I mean, at least depends give you a. Depends where you go. Depends where you go. I mean, now in in Harrods and all of the luxury stores, uh-huh. they have um, shop assistants that speak fluent Mandarin. Most yeah. of them now. Yeah. And they will greet you. see we're all different customers it feels like exactly that's a great personal experience right (laughs) if the shop assistant doesn't say hi to me or at least you know i would be so offended you know i don't want you to follow me around either but if you know what you're saying Mm. and you click with me and you follow me around in a distance Mm. then i don't mind that but but sometimes you know the shop assistant obviously is only reciting some paragraph that they all learned from the educational brochure of uh, this particular brand of shop assistants, then that puts me off. Yeah, I sound like a terrible, spoiled customer, but okay. Uh, Me too. I do as well. I know. (laughs) But And also the type that I hate is... um, Okay, sometimes only in some stores because the foot traffic is so low. Mm. And once you have a living being walking through the door and then whoosh, it's like sharks smelling blood in the water. And then they're all like all over you. And they're like, oh, what would you like? What would you like? Here's this thing I would recommend to you. And then, you know, that's not a great feeling either. So so the in-person experience is actually very tricky. It has to be the right amount of attention and uh, demeanor that can make us truly comfortable. Yeah, I I guess sometimes like you can send out cues to the salesperson. Like, (laughs) I think most of the salespeople will greet a new customer in a certain way, like checking in, like, how are you doing? And do you need anything? And then you can send out cues like, I'm fine, I'm just yeah. looking around, I'm just browsing, yeah. and they'll they'll walk away. Yes. And I call that good service. <laughs> but when you have explicitly told them, I'm just browsing, I'm just looking, don't, uh, I don't need any promotional yeah. products from you, yeah. but they kept repeating and it's time promoting new things. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that's that's uh, really just bad service, I think. Mm. But it seems like there are some things that are obviously attracting people back into these physical places. For example, for the tech-savvy and also technology-loving Chinese Gen Z, I'm sure you'll like this, AR try-on technology. So augmented reality technology used in cosmetic stores, in clothing stores. So Josh, now when you go into a shopping mall with this kind Mm. of technology available, then you don't need to try on the 10 items. You can just stand in front of a mirror powered by this technology and then you'll see what you look like and you'll see if this thing fits or not maybe it's not to 100 percent, but let's say 90 percent correct well well i've tried these oh you have actually yeah Yeah. and it it still doesn't take into account style i mean different styles of fits right i i love big baggy clothing usually i mean i i like that sort of skateboardy style i just grew up wearing that and i like shirts that are oversized bigger than me and uh, i don't like things that are too tightly fit so 
I and it's really difficult to navigate all of these kind of things, you know, mm. uh, these days. So I, I mean, I think we're getting there, um, but we need something that's really accurate. Um, and I'm sure that some stores could probably do it. You could probably put on a headset and really see how it fits. But that still sounds like an awkward experience for me to go in and have <laughs> put on a headset and like have people talking to me. I think mm. it's just my awkwardness. I, I'm definitely one of the anomalies. They don't care for. No, you're not alone like on this. But imagine how much more business they could get if they did have some way of catering for those awkward people like me. We'd spend <laughs> loads of money. So, <laughs> yeah, you'll yeah. go back if it's really, you know, comfortable and convenient. Um, yeah, so Fefe, how do you feel about this technology? And apparently it's been used in makeup cosmetic shops too. Yeah, I've actually tried that uh, augmented reality makeup technology before. Is um, It sort of actually gives you a really basic idea of what might fit you mm -hmm. like you can try on different eyeshadows eyeliners and and lipsticks and you have a really rough idea maybe these few products is what i'm looking for and then you can go to the physical store and try out the the real thing and then make the decision well I, but i do agree with josh that i think this technology is still in its early stage mm -hmm. that sometimes what they displayed for you is can be a little off-putting and didn't really reflect what the real thing represents. Mm. So, but then again, I think this technology always, always moves forward. And maybe someday in the future, um, we will have a more real-time presentation of these products. Yes, accuracy. That's yeah. what we want in the future. And also having the human being interact with you in a really nice way mm. <laughs> without you know i can't think of a better word to, to make that tailored experience really great for the customer i think is uh what will always attract people to go back into that physical space 